we just uh, we just we were gelled, man. We were just we we're a very gelled team who, uh, you know, and, and we were subscribing to, you know, intensity. Like Francis Dunn's booting New Jersey's guy, right? One time state champ, you know, this guy had a broken femur the year before he was all American. Came. I love Jersey wrestling. Uh, uh, you know, um, I'm not from Jersey, but you know, you wrestle in Jersey it, it, as a collegiate wrestler, you're, you're, you, you claim it. What's up, everybody? John Forster here, breakdown from the barn. We got a great episode. We're gonna talk some Ryder wrestling today. We we went back. You know, Ryder had these unbelievable teams in the '90s. We, we brought uh, two-time national qualifier in uh, Greg Kessler. Episode 40. We're ready to rock. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've been glad to be part of number 40, man. You guys are uh, you guys are slaying it. Thanks. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, we've been we've been rolling, you know, so this has been good. Um, you're on. Uh, you know, we're, we're all about pleasing the fans. You know, uh, Drew, Drew Ezrin wanted to get you on, you know, Maryland, Maryland guy. Um, he, we had a little contest and we said, hey, you know, top people get to pick a show. He took second in the contest on the final X. And he, I said, yeah, there you go. Greg Kessler. Let's get him on. Let's let's talk some wrestling. We'll talk some rider wrestling. So we're excited. Uh, that's great. Yeah, Drew's good. Good people, man. I know uh, he got to spend some good time with you uh, at the games, uh, you know, in Newark. So that that's great, man. Yeah, That's it was great. a good time. We had a couple sweets there. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. He's actually buddies with uh, my neighbor who came up too. So we had a oh, lot of fun at that, that time. So let's go back. You know, a lot of people don't know, you know, coming up in the 90s, most a lot of, a lot of people weren't born back then, you know, believe it, we're getting <laughs> old. But, you know, Ryder, they had some hammers. I mean, they were perennial top 10 team, uh, small, you know, small campus over there in New Jersey. And, you know, they just produced these teams that were right up there, man, with the uh, Oklahoma States and, you know, they were competing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about those teams that you guys yeah. have? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm having flashbacks. You're talking about the nineties and, you know, and, you know, and people not being born. I sometimes I like, can't believe it was so long ago, but you know, in, uh, in in the fact that I'm so close with the guys that were on those teams, I mean, I I let them know, you know, uh, I'm going to be on this podcast. I'm going to be, you know, talking about our our old days. And yeah, they were they were they were great, great, amazing uh, times and great teams. Um, the 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 what was created, you know, in those '90s, outside of like you know making some, you know, having some great tournaments and beating some great teams and having some great standout performances. Uh, we just, uh, we just, we were gelled, man. We were just, we're a very gelled team who, uh, you know, and, and we were subscribing to, you know, intensity. Don't let your, don't, don't just win five, one, you know, like it, it was, it was, it was a mentality that, that, uh, that our coaching staff was, was big on. And, and, uh, you know, I was, I'm, I was grateful to be part of that, uh, that those teams, cause we were, we were, we were a bunch, man, for sure. And I know we're going to get into, you know, uh, you know, it probably could go on for hours and hours, but yeah, th th it was, mm -hmm. it was a, it was an amazing time. And, and yeah, we were in the same breath as some really great teams because we, we could be dangerous. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll say, you know, I'm a Rutgers homer. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, we had, we had a couple national champs a couple years ago, you know, Princeton got the national champ this year. They had someone in the final last year, but you know, but people don't know, and I'll admit it. It almost hurts me to admit it because, you know, I didn't like Ryder back in the day, but uh, we'll get into that too. But uh, yeah, I mean, when you talk about, you know, 10 guys, right. Top to bottom, you, you always produce in that, that era, you know, those 10 guys were all 
legitimate All-American threat. So when you're talking about a team, 10 guys, you had a lot of All-Americans cranking out. You didn't get the national champ back then. But, you know, you talk about 10 teams. I really think that those teams of the, you know, those rider teams definitely are uh, a step up from, you know, the Rutgers and what Princeton's been putting out uh, lately. I think they're going to get there, but, you know, and it pains me to admit a little bit, but those teams of the 90s, they were just solid top to bottom, you know, and just a tough guy in every weight class, you know. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of a lot of respect to Rutgers and, and what's been going on, uh, you know, in, in New Brunswick, man. Like you, you guys are, you know, getting those champs and things like that. It's great to see. I, I love Jersey wrestling. Uh, uh, you know, um, I'm not from Jersey, but you know, you wrestle in Jersey as a collegiate wrestler, you're, you're, you, you claim it a little bit, you know, um, but, but I, but I, but I love the fact that you bring up, you know, the, the way these, the way things are and the way things change, because, you know, uh, I think that movement to the big 10 and some great things you guys have been doing, you know, I feel like, you know, we were, we were had, we had that buzz and we're, we'll, we'll have that buzz again. I know, I know it will happen. Um, but I think it was funny, you know, in those days, it wasn't like, oh, we've got to get this, you know, this three timer. We got to get this two timer from here. And we're going to get, oh, wait till this class comes in. You know, in the early 90s, mid 90s, you know, Taylor would Taylor would recruit a guy with a really good hand strength, you know, who was yeah. in the third, fourth in the in the PA states and was just like, I, we want that guy. And I think that a lot of those teams were assembled with not so much, okay, they've got the accolades, but like, we're going to get this guy who took fourth in PA twice. And he's going to be a monster for us. And it was like, it just, it, it, it again, the way the chemistry and how we just were kind of programmed together and then creating that 10 team lineup, which, uh, you know, had to go to war, had to wrestle, you know, those really good, uh, you know, uh, you know, teams back in those days, like, you know, you, you got that tough Minnesota team and you just want to like stay alive during those days. Right. And, or, you know, and it was just like, we were like, we were inviting that challenge. And I think yeah. that was, that was a nice thing about those years. Nice, man. Nice. Good stuff. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, wrestling for Gary Taylor. And like you said, he would put together these, uh, you know, amazing teams over the years. So why don't you tell us a little bit about his mindset and what, what he would do in that room? Yeah, sure thing. Um, So Gary was like, obviously like the consummate like technician, but I also think of him and I always will think of him as like, a, like a great Renaissance man. You know, like he just, he just, um, he wasn't the most showy. He wasn't the loudest he was just a very humble man, but also you had to respect him. You didn't have a choice. And we all got that. And he spoke. And when he spoke, he didn't speak loud, but you would lean in because you wanted to hear what this guy's saying. And when you, he was showing technique, he was all about little things matter. Like it would be a very small thing. You know, the way you learn as a kid, just kind of blocking, just to stop the half going in, just little thing. He'd, he'd show this stuff and we'd go like, wait, we should all know to do that. But for whatever reason, you know, he would do that. And, and we were just like, we were just enamored by him because he wasn't that loud in your face. You know, we had other people that could do that. Right. He um, and he he coached every guy like one on one, like he would work with you after practice. I had to cut a lot of weight, John. I was a 26 pounder. God knows what I weigh today. I don't even want to, I don't look at a scale. I'm afraid mm -hmm. of scales. But uh, but when when I would cut he cut he would cut weight with me. We would run the pool area together. He would do that for anybody on the team. If Francis Dunn wanted to work on his leg ride, he would sit after practice. The guy lived in the gym with us, and um, and 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 you know, great family man and good person, and just 
you know, and he was a doctor of the sport, man. This guy had his MD. Um, and rest in peace, Gary Taylor. I mean, I, we love him. We, he's, uh, you know, it was his funeral and it was just the, the way people spoke about him was just unbelievable and not, not unbelievable what they were doing it, but just the feelings you got when you think about him, because again, he wasn't this showboat guy. I mean, we know how many wins he has and you know, what he's, what he's invested in, in, in wrestling. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was an honor to wrestle for him. Um, you know, and I, and I, I met him in high school nationals, like 17 years old, you know, and, I'm like sitting this guy and I'm like, dude, I, this guy doesn't seem like what I think college wrestling is supposed to be. And then I'm yeah. just like, man, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, I always. Man, I'm, all um, red. I'm all red, man. I, I feel like I'm all, they turned on the heat on me or something, man. That, that got me all flushed talking. <laughs> all flushed out. Yeah. I mean, he was a great coach. And like I said, just, just cranking out those great teams. So let's, uh, let's talk about this. We got to address this white elephant in the room, you know, how we got to know each other. Right. So, you know, I come into Rutgers and, you know, started to have a little bit of success as a freshman. And this shows how good that that team was. Right. So I started to have a little, you know, placed in a couple tournaments, nothing great, you know, and then we get the home match versus Ryder and, you know, I'm supposed to wrestle Jason Nace, who's ranked pretty high nationally back then. You know, he was ranked pretty high that year. And me and the Silver Fox, we had a game plan. Sachi, we had a game plan for him. You know, uh, Gary Taylor ducked him. You know, he ducked me, you know, so he ducked me. They send you out, who you were actually JV that year, the year before a national qualifier, the next year you're a national qualifier. So I didn't know who you were. I was like, kind of, oh, I, I was pumped to get, you know, a big shot to go against a ranked opponent. And then I get the JV guy. And that wasn't a good day for me, man. You took it to Are we going to edit this? We're going to edit all this JV stuff out, right? No, nah, we'll no, talk about it. You know, no, so. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. Yeah. I'm only joking. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, so that wasn't a good day for me because I got pounded by the JV guy, you know. So why don't you talk about that match? And, um, you know, and then, you know, I was a little distraught. And then they're like, no, nah, that guy's really good, man. He's a national qualifier. He beat some good guys. But um, does show the, the you know, how tough that lineup was that, you know, you weren't able to work in that. that I guess that was probably your junior year, right? Um, yeah, I was a little fat. I was a little fat and happy that year. I tried to make 26 a little bit, but it wasn't working out. Nace, mm -hmm. you know, and I, we, we weren't even button heads. I don't even think we wrestled off that year. I was just like moonlighting at 26, 34, having a blast, you know, figuring out uh, what I needed to do to get back into it. But I trained my whole life for that match with you, John. And you've never, you, you, ne you, you, you said, you know, you were, you were dismayed to, to, that it was me, but you know, I got out there and I just thought, look, this guy, I don't care what's going on right now. I just want to I just want to torture him right now. You know, yeah, I, it was, I, it wasn't I don't know what the final I don't know what the final score I don't know what the final score was. Dude, I listen, I gotta I tell you I got better, but it was good. John, was John good listen, job. the only thing I was gonna say about that is the police report that I had to fill out after that, you know, and, and when I don't mind <laughs> you pressing charges, it was fine. Uh, but I did, I paid for that for a long time. But thanks for bringing it up. No, it was awesome. But you know what? And then we had friendship friendship after that. We ended up catching up later on in life, man. Yeah, so it's kind of that's cool. all good. That's all good. But um, yeah, and you know, we talk about you know, Jason Nace. Obviously, he's a he's a hammer. You know, you're just let's talk about some guys on that team. You mentioned Francis Dunn was an all-American, you know, yeah. Sean Scannell was an all-American, Leo Gill, he was um, I think he made the semis, he was an all-American, right? I mean, you guys had uh, just a lot of tough guys on that team. Why don't you talk about some of those names and, you know, how uh, some some big things in their career? I love you talking about it. It's like the honor you're bringing up the honor roll and, and you're mm -hmm. also bringing up my absolute best friends in the world. 
Um, all those gentlemen you just mentioned, I've probably talked to two or three of them already this week. Uh, and you know, we can't leave out John Carvalera, two-time uh, All-American, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it's funny, you know, we talk about the old days. We talk about these great teams and the great people. Um, but yeah, like like all those guys you mentioned, I, I'm a I'm a historian of wrestling also. While I was a competitor, I was also a historian. I paid attention. I remember people's scores of matches. I don't know why. It's like, it, it, like they, they, you go, you're like almanac. You're like, we're like almanacs of it, right? But like Francis Dunn is booting New Jersey's guy, right? One-time state champ. You know, this guy had a broken femur the year before he was All-American. Came back, mm -hmm. dude. It, it was like, again, wild stories. Um, Sean Scannell, you know, uh, Absigami legend and George Florence, who you know, another great dude from Absigami. And there's countless people. Yeah. The hard part about bringing up names is that you gotta, you, you forget somebody, but like yeah. Sean Scannell, you know, you know, his deal, right. He's still, he's one of the le legendary coaches now. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, in, in the way, you know, his high school career, all that great stuff. Um, you know, uh, Leo Gill, probably again, you were talking about my great friends, also best friends. I mean, this guy makes the semifinal of the NCAA tournament. Okay, the year prior, he beats almost everyone that was on the podium in 97. Now, I'm not a big name dropper, but if you look at the podium, you had guys like Mitch Clark. You had guys like Garen from Lockhaven. You had guys like, uh, you know, uh, Weldon, all these great wrestlers. And like Leo, I don't know if he'd be Weldon, but he beat almost all those guys during that season and didn't place that year. Next year comes back, makes the semis. Yeah. I mean, he's, he, I mean, head coach of Minnesota, another great wrestler. I think Leo beat him in the prelims one year i mean yeah. uh you know like it, it, he could be that guy and also started wrestling when he was like a sophomore in, in high school yeah, like like this he's actually his best sports football his best mm -hmm. sport was like ice hockey and yeah. you know it was just again mm -hmm. you know and then i look I, I i can't not talk about like guys like evan dolan right mm -hmm. you got evan dolan probably made it to nationals three times this guy had probably the takedown record just blow through doubles his entire career um you know there's so many guys to name um but yeah those those are those are big ones um and uh you know we we just uh we just and, and and anyone that was around those guys would improve and get better you know like we just had that like that that um that that secret kind of you know recipe for for that kind of thing so yeah yeah great group there a lot of hammers i know i watched them a lot on the mat i did hear some stories off the mat too yanni you want to get into any of that i heard that, that it was a wild crew off the mat too yeah we yeah we had a jd team i mean we all everyone every every college has a jd team right the juvenile delinquent team uh and you know we had powerhouse coaches uh you know you got dan mayo uh, in the room, you got guys like Adam Darangowski, another Jersey legend, you know, you yeah. John Hangey, current head coach. Like these are guys that are like making sure that we're doing the right things. Mm -hmm. But if you came late to practice, Dan Mayo would say, uh, yeah, Kessler, go ahead, do 500 pull-ups. Uh, Gil, make sure he's doing them. And that yeah. was like the rest of your afternoon, right? Like, yeah. so stories are great. Like we had all of our stuff. I think the main thing was Ryder, Ryder's wrestling team was, especially in the nineties, we were the big sport on campus, you know, basketball could bring in a school you never heard of and not do, there wouldn't be one empty seat in the entire place. We bring Ohio state in, there'd be like six girlfriends, maybe five um, grandmoms and grandma. I mean, there's literally nine people there, but we would, yeah. and we would beat Ohio state or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was mm -hmm. like, wild. but um, yeah, this, I mean, the stories are really like, you know, like they always were about, the, the team and and the fact that you know yes we were 
doing our best on the mats, off the mats. And then we were wild though. You know, you put all these crazy people together. I'm sure it's like that at Rutgers. It can't be that much different, but you know, what's the worst thing? Uh, kids, you know, I had a problem with one of the RAs, you know, he has to, you know, move out of the dorm. Yeah. Stuff like that, but nothing yeah. crazy. Nice. I think, uh, yeah, we had, we had some, uh, good thing. Social media wasn't back then for the Rutgers team too. Cause we had, we had some wild ones too. Can you imagine um, that? So let's, Let's talk about your career, Greg. You know, you kind of, um, you know, two-time national qualifier. I know you got a bunch of brothers wrestling too. What, nine state champs in that family in Maryland. That's pretty cool. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Any uh, good yeah. good memories to bring up there? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a big wrestling. We're a big wrestling family in Maryland. Um, so I, I can't even say I started off the crew. I have an older brother, Kevin, who was a, who was kind of got us into it. He was the first guy who won a state championship and he was a great little rec rec league wrestler. Um, you know, I did was successful in Maryland, won some state titles. Um, my middle brother, Steve Kessler was a four time undefeated state champ, never lost a match. One forty eight No went off to Juco, won a national title. Uh, and decided, you know, he wasn't going to wrestle further. My youngest brother, Mike Kessler, also went to Ryder, four-time NCAA qualifier, beat some really good guys in, in his career. And, um, you know, we've just been longtime wrestlers. My father, rest in peace, got us into it. And uh, he he was, you know, I missed him when I went off to school because I needed somebody like him. And then when I started to meet the guys at Ryder and the coaches, and I would say, okay, all right, I'm in good hands. But, you know, my dad was like, the true catalyst of, of, of us. And, you know, anybody that knew him, you know, knew that, you know, he, he, he drove us anywhere. If we were good in our neighborhood, if we were good in Maryland, if we were good in PA, he'd say, well, we got to go, we got to go to central dolphin. We got to go, we got to drive up here. You know, like he, he was one of those kind of dads and he's like, you can't just be good in your zip code. Right. You can't be good in your, your area. So nice. It, That's so awesome. good. I think Mike beat uh, Justin Gaethje, right. Is that, that the, yeah, one year at Nationals, my my youngest brother. And it's funny because, you know, Gaethje is, is a great wrestler. He's, obviously, we know who he is. He's he's a phenomenal athlete and killer. Mm -hmm. But, but you know, you, you you wrestle some guy somewhere. And, like, the way you have stories, John, I bet you have plenty of stories of guys you wrestle. And you say, man, you know, I didn't even realize. Two years after I graduated, this guy placed twice or three times. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, man, mm -hmm. little this little dude from Bloomsburg I beat or whatever. Yeah. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's funny. Like, it's a small, small big world there is right it's like wrestling is like amazing like that and uh yeah like you know we, we, we we've had so many great moments and stories and i, I was just I, and it's funny because when you start to look it up and dig up those old days you start to find like and you start to see like oh my god i never realized this guy beat or my god my buddy beat this guy and then you know and they're like yeah. legendary it's, it's kind of yeah. fun yeah so very cool. Very cool. So let's talk about, you know, rider of the present, you know, I mean, they, they had some standouts this year, you, you know, Ethan, Ethan Laird, we were a big fan of him. We kind of, I predicted them to beat Max Dean. I'll tell you that I posted that out. Yeah. I knew that was an upset ready to happen um, just because uh, stylistically and in New Jersey, um, you know, made the national semifinals, which is a good deal. He had a great year. What do you think about, um, you know, what do you think about him? Oh, Laird. I mean, obviously, you know, that was, uh, that was tremendous. He's had a pretty good seat. He had a pretty good season leading up to it. Um, but yeah, being our, what was it? 19th all American, something like that. And, and also doing so making the semi wrestling respectable to the eventual national champ. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's, a, um, he's like a great spirit too. Like I remember his match with, uh, Dean actually, 
uh, during the season. And I was like, oh, this guy's for real. He's going to be making some real waves. And I think he'd already been the Nationals a couple, had a couple trips already. So uh, I'm sorry to see, I'm sorry it's his last year because I feel like, you know, you sometimes you're always like, man, this guy needs one more year. One you more know? year to get that that yeah. title, right? And yeah. then, you know, the big one uh, a couple years ago, Del Vecchio, you know, came out of, came out of nowhere, um, you know, ends up uh, pinning uh, Ryan Deacon, who every, people yeah. had him penciled in as a short fire, fire national chance, pins him in the semis, gets us to the yeah. finals. Uh, what are your thoughts about that? Oh, uh, dude, I don't know if I was talking to Shannon Sofield, another Jersey, mm-hmm. you know, great wrestler, great friend. But I was talking to someone on the phone and we're watching the tournament. And I was a COVID year, but I got to tell you, I was like, you're just glued to every single match. It was just a different kind of season. But uh, oh, my God, dude, I yelled so loud. I think I was holding something. I threw it. And the neighbor, my neighbor checked on me like I screamed so loud because it was such a sh- like, not even shock or just like one of those things because yeah. Deke's like literally destroying people all year long and then yeah your rider guy go out there it was it was one of those moments like one of those v8 moments man you're like just what just happened and i was screaming my head off but it was wild and 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 it was it was just nuts it was great though yeah good stuff good stuff so let's talk you know you're from maryland uh there's another guy that's pretty good from maryland we saw we we didn't see him you know he got the buy and buy out of the the final x we're hoping to see him you know kyle snyder what do you think about him uh, coming into to the world championships coming up. What do you, you know, what, let's talk a little bit about Kyle Snyder. You know, that's, that's a great uh, athlete right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a great dude. I don't know how much time we have. I need like, I need like oh, 75, yeah. 80 minutes to tell the story. No, I'm just kidding. Just like a couple <laughs> of seconds. Listen. So I was coaching uh, a team. Uh, I was coaching a team for a long time, a long time. And I'm doing a, a tournament and um, one of the, coaches rec rec team coaches comes up and i'm a high i'm te- i'm coaching high school at the time uh and uh comes up to me he's like hey man you got a guy pretty good guy around 50 152 pounds uh i, I got a i got a guy who wants to get some extra at work in i said uh i got a guy but he's already been to you know state tournament a couple of times he's, he's been a runner-up twice he's pretty good guy and you know really tough rushing kid i had on my team and uh, he says no no i said he said that sounds good i said let me see he's got some energy left in the tank i'll, I'll see if he wants to go Anyway, so we get this match going, and I just noticed that people were starting to gather around, okay? Yeah. Uh, my guy goes out, hits this real nice swing single, takes him down, starts riding him, caught him right away. And, you know, I'm kind of watching my guy, and he's he's showboating a little bit. And um, anyway, so the guy the guy's wrestling. He starts to, starts to club on the head a little bit. Mm-hmm. He starts to push my guy a little bit. We start getting yep. a second period. Next thing you know, okay, it's like 11-5, and now the match is completely turned style, you know, turned, you know, favoring uh, the other dude. He starts cutting my guy, starts put my guy wins 12-11, something like that, 13-11, something like yeah. that. We get off the mat, and I come over to the coach. I go, dude, that guy's really great, man. I mean, where high school is he at right now? He goes, oh, dude, this, my, my guy's, um, he's, he's in sixth grade. He's 11. Okay. Wow. My guy was like 17 years old. And I, yeah. so I, that was my first meeting of Kyle Snyder. Okay. Yeah. The headband on and he's warming up and I'm, and I'm looking at this guy's physique. I'm like, all right. So, and then, you know, you, you talk about all his beast championships, Ironman, mm-hmm. all the stuff he did. And then we're just like watching him grow in Maryland. And then obviously to the, to the, to the, you know, complete dynasty that he created, uh, you know, later. So I, that's yeah, kind of my, my, uh, it's cool telling that story because that's kind of his style, right? He usually um, that first period, sometimes he, he'll be down and then he just wears guys out and just has that that gas tank that gets it done. Yeah. 
So it's cool to hear you even had that back in, uh, you know, back in sixth grade, didn't get the win, but that's, you know, that, that's kind of, that kind of carried him through, you know? Yeah. By the way, don't tell him I told that story because he didn't win. I don't want him like looking for me or anything like that. Coming after you, right? That's all right. All right. uh, Good stuff, Gray. Uh, One last question for you, a little off topic, but, you know, we got to talk about this. I think this is the the hot story going around right now. You know, where do you think Gable's going to end up next year? You know, I see him in the Iowa room a while ago. He's coming back. Um, Is he going to be loyal to Minnesota? You know what? What are your thoughts? Maybe Ryder will or, or, or pull him in, right? Get some uh, you, of that. You heard? Have you, have you, has, has that been bubbling up a little bit that he might go to Ryder, dude? I don't know, man. What do they say? It, it could happen. Uh, maybe not. But um, I did see a photograph. I don't know somewhere I landed. It looked like he was in an Iowa room recently, right? I know that maybe circulated out there. Uh, you know what? I wish him all success. Whatever you know. It, 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 there are people that go to other programs, right? It happens all the time. There's some things that are just a good fit. Why you go there, you know, you got to ride the wave like everyone else does. I just wish him all the success. And, you know, if, if we can get another year of, of watching him and enjoying him, I'm all, I'm all for it. Uh, but if I had my druthers, yeah, bring him back East, man. I don't care. I mean, not Rutgers, but like Ryder or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, that'll be cool. I mean, I'm, I'm happy he's coming back. I mean, Iowa does make a lot of sense to me. I think they're, they're pulling in some big names and, you know, being a part of, I, they're not going to be Penn state, but at least you're in the conversation, you know, and you got that packed arena. If you're looking for exposure and NIL money does make a lot of sense. I'd be mad if I was at Minnesota, you know, but it is what it is. We're going to see what happens, but listen, I'm going to text Hangy. I'm going to text Hangy to get him. Get him, get him over there. Get him over there. Morrison just gave that big donation. There you go. Get it. Get that, get that going. But Yeah. um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, great having you on. Great talking about Ryder. Ryder, guys, follow the program. We are the number one podcast covering Ryder Wrestling. We, we cover Ryder, too. We cover Rutgers. We cover Drexel. We cover all these all these teams. Um, follow us on link, Follow us on uh, uh, Spotify uh, with the podcast. Follow us on Instagram. We're always dropping some memes. And, uh, you know, talk to you guys later, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks again, John. Fun.